It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Here we are. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. Uh, it is Wednesday, June 28th. If you're listening live, you're at on AMP with us on Amazon AMP. Thanks for tuning in live. Feel free to sound off in the comments. Let Jackson know if you've got some questions. It's Silly Billy Summer. We got all kinds of Lucy Goosey shit. Silly Billy, Lucy Goosey Summer out here. <laughs> we got all kinds of shit going on. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. Jethro Jenkins, aka John. What's up, Bubbles? I'm Guardy B, aka Mike. Motherfucking motherfucking Mike. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. 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 On the ones and twos. How? Whom? Whom among us? (laughs) (laughs) Pumps. Pump up the volume with motherfucking Mike. (laughs) Pump up the volume. Raise the roof. Why? Why? Why pump up the volume? Man. Pump it up, pump Wasn't up, that a that was whole song? That was a whole. Who was that? Who was that? Pump, pump up the jam. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Hey, that's kind of a vibe, though, man. Take, I take that back. That shit was kind of crazy. The place, this thing. Yeah, that was a jam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 Get your booty uh, on the bed line. Take my day. Take my day. <laughs> that shit was kind of hard, bro. I got to take that back, dog. Shout out. Everyone under 30 is like, what the fuck are they talking about? They don't make about? real music right. anymore. That's why. They don't. They don't make they don't. real music anymore. Get your booty anymore. on the dance floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make my day, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, it. All right. Whomst among us is the most tired of hearing about Damian Lillard's uh intentions or not intentions. Raise your hand if you're the most tired. <laughs> oh, I got I got a fucking Okay, look. I want to I, I want to preface this with saying I love Dame. He's a really good dude, solid guy. I, we uh, all yes. love Dame, right? But we I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, I am. Big I am. Facts. I am done with the back and forth with the. Am I staying? Am I going? I got an alert today from the ESPN app about how Mad Dog is tired of Dame. Like that's where we're at with this day. We're getting alerts about how motherfuckers are tired of it, right? Like I thought it was an update. I thought a trade had happened. It was like, nah, bro. Mad Dog is just sick of his shit. And I was like, the <laughs> goddamn. Like how much are we gonna milk this shit, bro? I just. I- 
I don't know where Dame is, bro. I mean, you, you know, the, the whole running joke we've had is 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 run from the grind, go somewhere where you know, go to a contender. You know, I think you've proven y- y- yourself enough, you know, to to the Trailblazers. I think he's the greatest Trailblazer ever. Not perhaps the the best player to wear that jersey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah but you, you know mean, what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. But um, for sure. But but yeah, it's it's just it's just, bro, like. I don't know. And and I feel like a part of the way that he's moving is kind of, you know, a reactionary measure to how toxic the dialogue is around the NBA, where, you know, he probably has to, you know, kind of frame it like he reluctantly had to leave or else he's going to mm-hmm. get called a bandwagoner, you know, a, 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 a fucking, you, you know, all your legacies in the trash now, ring chaser, right? I feel like that's probably a part of the reason why he's playing it the way he is, but but I'm I'm just like, bro, you just got to pick a side, man. Do you want out or do you want to stay? I think it's pretty evident he wants out. You know what I mean? And and and, it, and he should want out. There's nothing wrong with him wanting out in the current situation. You know what I mean? But like you said, it's just toxic. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, he doesn't want to hear the whole world throw his words in his face. At the time, he meant that shit. Things change. You know what I'm saying? And now he has to ch- he's change his mind. It makes sense. But there's no space for that in basketball. There's no space for that on the internet. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate. But, I mean, it's 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 tiring hearing him back and forth. You know, I got um, ball sacked yesterday because <laughs> I saw somebody talking about him. Like, I said you got the, what? Uh, 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 I got ball you sacked, got ball bro. Sacked. Somebody, somebody posted him. Like, he's finally. he's <laughs> I, Somebody, I got teabagged <laughs> by Jokes the internet. Jokes on you, Jack. Dude. You've been sacked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I said it to my trailblazer homie, and he was like, "Dude, don't say you know like." And I, and I realized it was fake. Somebody posted it on Instagram, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, like it's 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 make make a decision, my G, and 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 the real ones will respect it. And, and, and you're not gonna make you got clown for staying. You'll get clown for leaving. That's just the internet. Just lean into it. Um, our friend Nate Jones, friend of the show, has been on a couple of times. Obviously connected with um, Dame. You know, he he had a tweet, and I, I take him at his word that he said, you know, one thing about Damian Lillard. Is is that's not someone who is is spending a lot of time worrying about public perception. And I think it's easy to, like, my read on it was exactly what John's was. He was so loud and, uh, you know, of his conviction about, no, I'm not going to leave Portland just to go try and chase a ring, that maybe he felt held to that, you know, even though now he wants to do it. I think, you know, based on what Nate was saying, because I uh, that's not... I don't think that's like image control. I kind of take him at his word on that. I think he's just genuinely torn. And Mm -hmm. because of the way that media is, um, we're hearing about that. Like, I know every time I have, my wife, Char would tell you, she gets sick of it. If I have a professional decision to make, I I think things through to a, a very absurd level. I'm thinking about what's this look like tomorrow? What's this look like in a week? What's it look like in a month? What's it look like in a year? What's it look like when the kids graduate high school 12 years from now? Like that's how, and so I go through, you know, like pros and cons, like all this kind of stuff. I'll, I'll take forever. And then when I make a decision, I'm really certain that I'm right. If Chris Haynes was reporting my thought process around anything the three of us have done together professionally, around my day job, people would be sick of me too. But that's me why and Tyler you... would have pulled up to your house and had a conversation with you, my nigga. Right. Dog, it's time <laughs> like, to shut the fuck let's up. Let's talk this through. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this over with right now, dog. So, so I mean, I, I and I just think that's like we want more info. The internet is hungry for it. We're all saying now we're sick of it. I'm sick of the story too. But also, everyone wants to know what dame's gonna do he's a great player big ass story man you know so i i get it but at the same time yes like i would like to i wish you could do one more boolean search term on muting subjects so i wish i could be like mute damian lillard unless finalized you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) i hope he does leave though i hope he does leave you know i mean i would love to see him on a contender playing with that Miami squad with a hell of a coach and a a solid-ass squad around him. I think basically all they're giving up is, what, Tyler Hero and who else? Is, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm, yeah, I mean, it, it, they'll still be, they're keeping the, the, the core of that squad, you know what I'm saying? So they're not giving everything up to get Dame. So I would love to see him on that squad, man. I mean, I don't get to watch, I don't, we don't, nobody gets to watch a lot of Portland games unless you're in Portland, you feel me? Uh, because they're not, they're so bad, they're not televised that much. So I love to see a bunch of Dame playing for a great Miami Heat team, you know, for something that, you know, later in the season. Yeah. I, so. I, I, I think that, you know, Dame could very well not give a fuck about what people think about him. But I think that 
you know, I'm speaking as someone who does not give a fuck about what stranger motherfuckers think about me. I right? can so confirm I'm, I'm, that this right, man right. does not give a fuck what you think. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 there's there's also a part where you still want you know to control your story. You still want the facts to be out. Your there, legacy. Right? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. like I don't give a fuck what you think about me. But 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 bro, if you're thinking some wrong shit, if you got your facts fucked up, I might have to like st- you know step in and and be like nah, bro, that ain't it, right? And 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 I and I think that's probably you know the the back and forth of that Dame's having here. I think he very well probably doesn't give a fuck about what people think about him. But I think he also wants you know like I said to control the story. Like like he wants the facts to be out there, and you think about think about him however you think about him once you once the facts are there you know what i'm saying like it's the same shit with kd right like when kd was on the burner you never saw him defending how good of a basketball player he was because he knew that was a silly fucking argument he didn't give a fuck about that he only defended like like, bro i couldn't win in okc those were the only tweets from his burner like i could not win with those guys y'all are framing this like 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 okc was a legit championship contender we were not going to get you know out the west with with, with that roster like that was the only time kd was active on the burners there like i said i think kd is, is someone who also really doesn't give a fuck about what people think about him but he wants people to have their shit right about right you, you, you know the facts about him so so yeah i, I think him and dame are kind of like cut from that same cloth there kd's gonna call I you think- the p-word from his official account now you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna call me the p-word <laughs> i think that's my greatest flaw is like in an argument where you know like i may it's okay for you to think i'm an asshole maybe i am being an asshole you know what i mean but here is the actual information. You know what I mean? And I like argue like, no, this is what actually happened. And maybe I was being an asshole in, but I want you to go have the exact facts. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's like, I, I won't argue the result of what you think. You know what I mean? I'll argue that the, the if you say you made a decision because of this, I'm like, well, this is what actually happened. And I think I'd argue that at times I shouldn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know I think I mean? that's a part so of, you, I, I mean, I, I, something I've noticed is I'm. <laughs> Rather's looking at me like. Rather's looking at you like, this, <laughs> this motherfucker's right, lying. Bro, this <laughs> mo- no, no, she looking at I know. She like, this motherfucker is <laughs> telling our business in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's just, such great. And now she's laughing, so we that's good. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, you know, with Dame, it comes down to like someone said this. Someone, someone told me this about Joe Biden, right? Like when when he was talking about, oh, uh, I want to reach across the aisle. We want to compromise. I knew a lot of people were like, this is bullshit, man. Like these people just tried to overthrow the country. Why are you trying to reach across the aisle? And then, you know, as he, they roll forward on the infrastructure act, this, these other things, it's like, he wasn't really trying to compromise with them. He wanted to appear to be compromising to them so that when they did not compromise, he could go, well, we tried. I feel like a little bit like that's what's going on with Dane. He wants to make it clear, like, I'm, I did everything I could to win here. Now, when I go to Miami and get my ring in two years, you know I did every single thing I could. Like, I, I think Tyler's exactly like, he wants to make sure. That's a public perception play, though. Uh-huh. That's a public perception play like a motherfucker. It's a public perception so. play, but I think it's also, to Tyler's point, trying to make sure that he, his true feelings about it are in the first sentence of the story story. and not the fourth paragraph of the story you know yeah yeah and the extent to which any of that is public perception not i you could convince me either direction i mean you could say it's a public perception play but it's not a spin it's 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 facts right yeah yeah. you know what i mean so 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 like i said it's it's you can you can have that balance where you really don't give a fuck about what people think about you but you still want to control your story and have the facts be out there yeah, respect it completely too. But to some extent, that is coming out of wanting <laughs> the public to have an understanding of those things. Like it just is true, you know. Um, I, I think, I think, I think. Like Kid Cudi said this. Like he was like, uh, um, what did he, he say? Like, I, I, I give a fuck about people, but not really. He said, I never gave a fuck. I mean, I did though, but fuck it. <laughs> but fuck yeah. it. And I think yeah. that and I think that is kind of how most of us feel. You know what I mean? Like you don't give a fuck about what people think. I mean you kinda do, but fuck it. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And I think that's where he's at. And that's a understandable, respectable way of, you know, feeling about it. You know, he's not obsessed with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I also think, and this is a transition into our other basketball topic, um, you know, I think Dane might have missed a boat just in terms of the timing on being a superstar who's going to go somewhere for a ready-made championship contending opportunity like with the new cap rules excuse me second apron rules like 
<laughs> that's not really a, a model that's working right now just because of the sheer finances of it. And I also don't get the sense from Dame that he's going to take a 70% pay cut or something <laughs> to be on a contending team. But with this new basically hard cap... I, you know, look, we were just talking about this with the Suns. Like they said, now they're going to keep DeAndre Ayton. Now, whether that's because they believe in him, or as Tyler said before we started recording, they can't get shit for him. They're going to keep him, and that means they have like uh, someone listening to this will have the exact number, but they have something like eight million dollars to fill out the rest of the roster. And that's basically that it's second apron 10. is basically yeah. a hard cap. Your team is completely handcuffed if you go over that number, and. What you know, I have a personal feeling we were just talking about the NBA PA. Like, I don't know if they were fully aware of how drastically this is changing the league. Like, this is going to be a massive, massive change. You can see it with some of the offseason moves. We just talked about John Collins and stuff. Like, just in order to do basic business, signing like role player, rotational players, you've got to have a good chunk of money freed up because the market is not yet adjusted on. Oh, by the way, two thirds of the league is going to need to be on a vet minimum because of this shit we just signed. <laughs> so I, it's going to be really interesting. But yeah, like the Suns are in a, a tough spot if they're keeping Aiden. Like, I don't know how you. I don't know if you have open tryouts like a college team that had too many kids get injured. <laughs> like, you know what you're gonna do, but you're trying to fill an NBA roster out, twelve spots. You know, 10, 10 to twelve. Hey, y'all want to pull up? Milly? Y'all want to pull up? <laughs> hey man, little trip to Phoenix with, with a little guy trip. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, show show him some crisp chest pass. I got y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I can catch the shoe still, man. Koozie like handles. Else, but... I'm gonna go in there with some koozie like handles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But what you know? What do you guys think about this? Like, I do think this is kind of for all that we're talking about Dame and you know uh, and Beal going to Phoenix I, I think that we're still stuck on the names and I don't see enough people talking about the system and how much this has changed this is going to be a huge change for the NBA and for free agency as we've known it in kind of this like LeBron era of players sort of choosing what teams look like but yeah like if you're the Phoenix GM what are you doing right now you're looking at college tape of you know, like guys that you could maybe give an invite to for the summer league or something. It, it's it's going to be a really big change, though. Yeah, it's um, you know, they they've got four super max guys on the roster, right? They're they're already like over the over the the, the the cap, I think. Um, but you know, it's 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 like we were we were talking about before, like that that news that hey, we're we're sticking with Aiton. He's our guy. That was not a vote of confidence, bro. That's like if if Aiton was really your guy and you were really sticking by him, we'd have got that news like immediately after that bill trade. Like we'd have got that twenty four hours. Like we're committed to Aiton because you know the the whole speculation was okay. They're gonna have to shop Aiton, you 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 know, to fill that roster out and move and move that contract. And 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 it's like, bro. They saw what the market was for Aiton. They saw that that, that wasn't going to be a good move for them. So they're keeping Aiton. And then like a day later, we get the fucking news that Jabari Parker is trying out for them, right? A guy who could, never really could find his place in the league. So it's just, I mean, I'm, I am just really confused by this new CBA, right? Like it feels like this was just an overcorrection to how Golden State built their dynasty. And I feel like it's just, it's just going to make... It's so much harder for there to be, you know, repeat champions, you know, dynasties in the future. I mean, I was talking about John Collins in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? They gave him away for nothing. And somebody was on Twitter talking about this is bad for the league. And I get that. Where a player of John Collins caliber is being sent off just to be able to operate. And even though they can't get nothing for Aiden in this situation, I would get if they'd made the same decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you need better. We saw how Denver won. We saw how, you know, the 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 Bucks have won. You know what I'm saying? We saw how the last four teams have won. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, you need a full roster. Like y'all was saying, I think you and Tyler were saying, you need eight deep. You know what I'm saying? To to really be competitive to win a championship. They're nothing like that. The the times of just getting like three great players and you know it doesn't happen even within the Warriors when they had three of the best shooters in the world the three best shooters in the world maybe in the history of the game you know what I'm saying they still had a deep roster bro you know what I'm saying so you do need those role players they're extremely important you can't win with four guys you know and I, I think they need to to shop Aiden or just get rid of them you know what I mean and, and get whatever they can for them and then they have that space you know to, to, to maneuver and get to, and fill that roster out because you know if we're all we all watched what you know, how, why they lost. We all watched what Denver did to them. You know, Bradley Bill doesn't solve the issues that we saw that, that, that Phoenix has. Right. You know what I'm saying? Depth and defense. 
neither of them. You know what I mean? And also, two of the three players are injury prone, not because they're just injury prone players in general. They're older. Right. You know what I mean? KD and Bradley Bill. All the older so great players mean? are going to get Supermax deals. Like, that's, but like, the, you the feel way me? It's and so, like, is not conductive to <laughs> building a team this way. So, yeah. And what are you going to do this year? You know, when inevitably they spend some time, you know, on the sideline and it's just, you know, eight and, and, and Booker out there and Booker has to score 60 a game for you to have a chance. I mean, it's just it, it's not a it's not it's not a smart way to build a, a what they believe is a championship team, especially with this CBA. It's just you can't it's that they're doing they're trying to do the impossible. So here's here's the numbers. First of all, the Celtics are the other team that like essentially there's no way for them to sign Tatum and Jalen Brown and be under the apron. Like it, you know what I mean? I, I'm just gonna call it the hard cap. But the whole second apron shit is stupid to me. <laughs> it's the second but, apron, <laughs> right? But the, the second tax the apron. apron, effectively, the hard cap is 182 and a half, right? So 182 and a half. If you go over that, you basically uh, Jackson could give you the full list. But your team is handcuffed in terms of the way they're allowed to operate with like basic functional roster moves. The Suns currently, if they keep campaign and Jordan Goodwin, they're at 175.1 million dollars fully guaranteed to six or seven guys so the rest of that roster has to get filled out for 7.4 million dollars this is uh keith smith nba's uh cap numbers you got seven million dollars to sign half to of an NBA, NBA players <laughs> nba players bro you know what i'm saying so yeah i mean i i don't like that it's gonna be interesting the the ripple effects that this has on the league going forward but i think first of all you, you know the the nfl has a hard cap the, and they're sort of unique in that regard right you talk about professional soccer overseas major league baseball hey bro you want to throw a billion dollars at these players throw a billion dollars at these players congrats like that's gonna be fun the nfl has a hard cap that's why you don't see four Super Bowls in a row, whatever, whatever, right? Like you can do well and put together something like the Chiefs do, but Travis Kelsey's talking about, yeah, he knows he could probably get another $10 million a year if he went somewhere else, but he values winning enough to be a super rich dude who wins Super Bowls. Like that's his choice that he's making. But you have to find someone who has t the talent to be a top-level player and happens to have that personality if you're trying to put together a long-term contender luck. in the NFL, right? So the NBA to me, and this is why I said I don't understand why the Players Association did not kick up a bigger stink about this. You're the league that's driven by players. I mean, I, we, we've talked about this on the show before. Vinny's friends aren't fans of teams. They're not fans of teams. They, I mean, that's like, I'm following. That's 2005, nigga. Bro, you know what I'm saying? They're fans of players, right? Like, they, they follow players on IG at this point. Like, by the time Bronny gets to the league, he's going to have however many million people who've been following since him. He was since he was in high school. Whatever team he happens to play for, cool. I'm a fan of Bronny. That's the way it is. Right, right, and right. And that is the league that turned, that like, you know, this league did not have a, they had a luxury tax. If you're willing to spend the money, you spend the money. Build whatever yeah, team yeah, you yeah. want. Build it. Have this decade. Have your logo stamped on it. Whatever. And the players' association handed that over to the owners. <coughs> they handed that. They handed that fundamental change over to the owners. I didn't see a fight over it. I didn't see them kick a stink up before it happened. And so, to me, from the outside, it looks like they got one pulled over on them. That's what it looks like. You know, like you let the owners fundamentally change your league to take this power away from players without having the fight in public in a way that people could see that you were aware of what was going on and pushing back. You know what I mean? Who's the lawyer that's representing him? Is it the same one that got the luxury tax or that, or that negotiated the one prior? I know who the head of the NBA PA is on the player's side. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> CJ, right? Yeah, what the fuck was he? Yeah, yeah, he got cooked. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, CJ's a hooper. I mean, he's smart, but he's a But hooper. he's not the person you know who's what I mean? right. He's, he's, not not the, the he's not the guy that understands the, you know, the... The 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 law right. You have actually you have actual Yeah, he probably yeah. had to get second apron to explain to him like I did. You know what I'm saying? Like right. So you know, and is that a theater term that's been reappropriated for law shit? What's that? Second apron, or is that just a, a law term? It's a. I mean, it's it can. Who's the, who's the, yeah? Who's who? It can, it can it can serve as both. Uh, Tamika yeah, yeah. Uh, Tremaglio is the executive director of the NBPA, who is uh, in charge of. 
uh, the negotiation, et cetera, et cetera. And seems like a great story. I remember reading profiles about her when she came up, um, you know, but again, I, and I, I'm not like, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not reporting on the fucking NBPA CBA negotiations. I'm just saying from the outside, this was a huge change yeah. to be made. You would have expected to have seen Chris Paul, LeBron James, giving pre- you know in press conferences talking about no this is bullshit players want we want to maintain the control we've earned etc 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 so i don't know yeah. it's, it's All right. just it's just i you know i hate that this new cba and i hate that it's pushed back from the way that the warriors built their dynasty and i say that as a warriors hater you know I, i'm very clear on, on that <laughs> but but the thing is like the warriors they gave us the greatest dynasty build in nba history and it feels like and and they they quote unquote did it the right way like whenever you 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 say you know how does a team go from you know, a seller driller to a champion, you know, the, the, they, they, the, uh, Golden State followed that fucking format, that blueprint, right? Like they say, draft well, make your draft picks count. Okay, they nailed the fucking draft, right? They drafted the two best shooters of all time and the fucking greatest defender of this era, perhaps, right? And, and they, they say have a competent front office that can get trades done. They traded for guys like Livingston, you know, Iguodala, you know, A-plus there too. And become an attractive destination so you can lure free agents. Well, you know, they got Kevin fucking Durant because of that, right? Like they built that dynasty the way that everyone says you're supposed to build an NBA dynasty. They just did that shit on steroids, you know what I mean? And it feels like they're getting penalized for it. And I hate that shit. And like I said, even as a Golden State Warriors hater, I hate that that this is the pushback that comes from that. I hate that we're talking about the CBA. You know it's bad if it got to the point where we're discussing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Because we will avoid that at all costs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, when nobody's talking about it, that's when you did what you're supposed to do. At least it doesn't get down to, you know, right. the point when we're like, you know, <laughs> the Warriors did it the right way, guys. And look what, you know, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I don't know. And, and you know, look, I'm not uh, – I'm not – neck deep in in basketball media in the off season so maybe people are talking about it. i'm just it's just surprising to me like you know we're gonna get to november and people are gonna be making jokes about how bad the sun's bench is and i don't see that many content creators talking about why that's gonna be the case right and why it's gonna yeah. be the case for the celtics if they try and keep right. their superstars like it also the other the other last thing i would make on this point because tyler brought it up you're also making it harder for teams to hang on to guys that they draft who turn into superstars mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there are still some advantages in terms of what they can pay guys but yeah look at the celtics are gonna have to look at tatum and brown and go i don't know man if we want the ability to sign like kcp <laughs> i don't know that we're gonna right. be able to hang on to all of our homegrown guys so which was created for parody right you know what i mean right. and right. you're taking and you're you make you know, yeah come on man attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
let's talk about last sports topic. But um, I, you know, we I, I realized we had actually a, a good conversation about this, but it was on another show, um, and I thought we may as well have it on our show. Uh, the NFL later today is expect, according to Adam Schefter, expected to issue a season long suspension to Isaiah Rogers, uh, Colts cornerback, um, as well as a quote a handful of NFL players. They're going to get a season long suspension for gambling uh allegedly um according to adam schefter and you know we, we talked we talked about this on uh, on the favorites but i you know i thought it was worth having the conversation here i per- first of all interesting story i think it's personally fucked up that these guys are making so many people billions of dollars off of gambling but that if they are gambling it is like a season-long suspension in the NFL is hard to get. I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to go down the list, but it's a lot of people who've done objectively much worse shit than gambling when you're not supposed to who have not gotten a season-long suspension from the NFL. So I personally, what I pitched on the favorites is each team should have an ombudsman or a clearinghouse guy who would basically be a bookie that just has a register of like, hey, man, yeah, these guys can bet on baseball and basketball and college sports or whatever else that every other person in the country can gamble on. Can't get maybe can't gamble on the NFL. Certainly can't gamble on your own team, obviously. But like th- you could get suspended for a year for having an account on one of the, <laughs> you know, with one of these services. And I, as we're turning professional sports into a legalized gambling money machine, it just kind of seems insane to me that like, if the players even acknowledge that it exists, that, the, that it's frowned upon. And that if they participate in what so many of my friends participate in, they're out for a year. But what, what, what do you guys think? Do we need to have a thick wall up between this shit or is it bullshit to expect them to make everyone else money, but not be able to bet $20 on a parlay or whatever? I mean, I, I think that we all knew that this was how it was going to go. If, if guys got caught, you know, gambling, right? Like these are, these guys are the ones who are being made examples out of. And I think that this is how, you know, any sports league has to move, you know, when, when, when this gets brought to light, because, you know, with, with the, with the intermingling of, of gambling and sports, people who are, there's people who are questioning, you know, the integrity. They're like, oh, it's the fix in now, right? Like, and you can't have that. You cannot have, have athletes who are actively gambling and then going out there and playing, right? Like, you can't have some Pete Rose, Shoeless Joe Jackson bullshit happening with your league. So, yeah. so yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think it's extreme because I don't think these guys who are gambling, you know, getting these little three leg parlays and shit are out there intentionally throwing games to try to make that shit happen. I don't think it's, it's, it's that case. But like I said, they've got to make examples out of this, you know, for, for, for the viewing public out here, for the fans to let them know that that, yeah, you know, we're in the bed with 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 Vegas and, and gambling now. But that's not going to impact the integrity. And, and, and that's how they're coming down with this iron fist on these guys now, just to kind of hammer that point on. Yeah, if you're a governing body, you have to protect the integrity of the game, and and that brings that into a question. But like you said, Mike, I think that, I mean, if if there is gambling, you know, what I mean, if, if we can, hey, we can we can prove that, you know, that there's not gambling amongst the players that are like the games they're playing and shit like that, and they're not they're not affecting, um, you know, uh, their their, their dollars by fucking some shit up, you know, what I'm saying. So if, there, if there's a way to do it that protects the integrity, but like if you like in this situation. You have to respond in that way. You have to respond in that way, you know, to protect the brand you're building. Yeah. Um, it does suck and it does seem like a, a lot compared to like a lot of other things people are getting away with. I think you could commit a homicide and not get a year in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Literally true. We don't got to speak to it. We don't <laughs> yeah, got to yeah. speak to it. But, uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, yeah. All right. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see how that changes or doesn't change going forward. I'm surprised. I mean, I guess the gambling companies feel like the players participating in the sports do enough to build their brand. I guess what's surprising to me is it feels like you would want players participating in a way that's like, can you beat LeBron James's NFL parlay, right? Like, it seems to me that they would sort of be a natural extension of that, but they would need to figure out a way to put that uh, that wall up, I guess, in order to do that. Um, okay, let's talk about, we got some silly billy topics. John sent this to the group chat, and I want to talk about it. John sent kids, there's a study that says kids misbehave Oh, okay. 800% more around their mothers <laughs> than they 
do around their bodies. And I, I haven't read the study, but I'm curious for whatever other info you have about that, John. I didn't read the study. I just saw the video. And I mean, I didn't read it because I, me, I've been speaking with y'all about this for like months where I'm like, like I said, I'll be in there doing the dishes and here, you know, rather playing with somebody. I'm like, that's a different kid. You know what I'm saying? I just think the expectations they have of their mom are higher. And I just, I knew I saw it, but, and me and Rather talked about it too, where like, some people come and just chill on my lap and, and I will just be talking in on some just really peaceful shit. And, and, and Rather says she literally never does that with me. She's like, she just wants Rather in a, in a, in a, in, her, in totality in such a different way than me. You know what I mean? Like, and so, how, yeah, how so? I mean, and, but it's, and, and, it, and like a transactional do shit for me way or? No, it's not even. It's like you know, in interaction. Like she needs when when Rather's with her, she needs interaction. You know what I'm saying? She her responses to to things are 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 much more on the on like the like much more extreme. Whether it's you know, yay or crying. You know what I'm saying? For me, she's just more even killed. And I thought maybe it was because of my personality, but I'm not that even killed, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I can be really goofy, and also I'm really like, with Somi and shit. But like, you know, for, for for me, like, it's interesting where with when, when, when with, with Somi, I can say, Somi, look at me, and she'll go, she'll breathe and calm herself down, right? Rather can't do that. Like, she'll, rather, she'll be like, no, I'm not calming down. Mommy, you're here. Make me feel safe. You know what I'm saying? For me, I could be like, hey, Somi, take some deep breaths. Relax. It's okay. It's just like she expects Rather to do all the things that, like, self-soothing and all that. No, that's mo Mommy needs to do that. I'm, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? For me, it seems like she's more independent when she's around me. And I don't, and it's and, and, and it's not just me. And I, and I was talking to people about it, and they said the same thing. But hearing... Uh, like reading that, I was like, it makes more sense because she expects so much more. And I know we were talking about, Mike, we we're talking about like, you know, the, 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 the Disney world trips where I take so me out and I have a fucking ball. Like I love, I take so me everywhere. I go to like fucking, I go shopping. I just throw on my shoulders and we fucking kicking. Right. You know what I mean? And she just chilling and you know, some, she don't want to talk to somebody. She just turn her head and just lay on daddy's shoulder. You know what I mean? For rather, like she needs like snacks, nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like mommy, 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 mommy. Right. And for me, it's just like we just homies kicking it. That's my road, dog. You know what I mean? Right. So there's just something different with what kids expect, and that was just interesting. That was put in like a numerical value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Where 800 times because I was like, I remember thinking like, uh, to be to uh, to be honest, you know, I remember like, you know, rather talking about how tired she was when she had saw me alone. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like, damn, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> I'm, that's how far I'm gonna go. You know no, what no, I'm no, saying? No, no, we, we, no, we, we, we have the same thing. You know what I mean? We have the same thing in my house. And I, and I, I know exactly yeah, what you yeah. mean. You tread carefully because you know that, you know that that's not coming from a negative place at all. It's like, that's it's a not genuine place expression. Right. It's, it's like, I'm just, this is, I'm really tired. Like I need a little break yeah. when y'all, when I get to the crib and I'm thinking like, when I, I don't, I don't be feeling that way. But when I paid attention to how Somi acts when, you know, she's alone individual, I'm like, damn, I'd be tired as fuck too. Right. If I, you know, if that was a baby girl that I had to deal with, <laughs> you know, on a regular basis and, 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 and rather, and some be having a ball together, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But right. it's just so much. It's I mean, just like, different. They, I mean, like, like mom, brother's an incredible fucking mom. Like a hundred out of ten, bro. You feel me? And I'm thinking, like, damn. But but it's not just that she's that. It's that it's uh, that's what's expected out of her. And I can kind of just chill and let somebody do her thing when we're together, and it's not a big deal. And it's just really interesting to see the difference that, and you know, and, and it made me, it made me approach a little different. Like, okay, I said I'm gonna be home with this. How many of y'all here get home? Because I know some of you probably, you know, what I'm saying, tap dancing on them nerves right, right, right now. Right, Let right. me, get, you know, what I mean, I, I think so. it's a, I think it's one of those things like a lot of um, parenting deals where you can see it from a bunch of different sides, and everyone would be correct. Like I would say, you, you mentioned those big outside trips. So you, you know, both my kids were home with me uh, during the day until they were two. Um, and they went to preschool and I would take them to do, we got Disneyland passes. We couldn't afford. I would take them to Disneyland mm -hmm. on Tuesday every week. Right, like, right. 
That was yeah. our thing. We get up, we get out, we go to Disneyland. So when it was just Vinny, it was just Vinny. When it was Vinny and Maya, it was the two of them. And people would always be like, you're taking them both to, like, that's crazy. You know, it's two on one yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I had the same experience as you. I was like, wow, we're having, we're having fun, bro. Like, it. It, yeah, what like me. <laughs> Outside parenting way easier than inside right. parenting. Yeah, you play the game on zombie mode. They do their trying thing. to say no, no, no in right, the house. Right. You know what I mean? But I think you make a, a point, and this is where I think the seeing it from two ways comes in. If Char took them to Disneyland by herself, it's exactly what you said. She has the exact right amount of snacks for each of them. She has the snacks mm-hmm. that one of them likes that the other one doesn't like. And she's putting that expectation on herself. The that she puts on herself. Yes, and and, and because yep. she does that, that's the expectation that she sets for the kids. The kids know, mm. oh, we go out with dad. Yeah, he might not remember to bring the food. So we might be hungry for an hour at the end of the Disneyland trip, right? Like, <laughs> But that's dad. Yeah, but we're going to have but some then, fun. But, then, no, but right, we had a lot right, of fun, right. and then we came home, and we ate. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, what their yeah, expectation yeah. level is at. Now, from my perspective, I would go, yeah, like I don't think it's a big deal if the kids are like upset or they're hungry. for Like it's just like that's part of life. Like they're going to, you know, I'm hungry for yeah, an hour yeah. sometimes too. That's a skill you're going to need to learn. Like, <laughs> so except you could be hungry Niggas and be the hungry. food will come later, right. you know? Um, <laughs> right, right, and right. But at the same time, you could look at it from you know from a different perspective and go well obviously Shar is being more prepared you know what i mean like she's doing a, a better job in many regards by keeping those things in mind etc cetera, etc cetera. so mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting like again i think i could come at it from my perspective you could come at it from a different perspective i don't think there's like a right or wrong there but i can't i do think that that kind of thinking applies to a lot of particularly obviously for the male and female parent households friends of ours mm-hmm. um we do have friends you know we do have same-sex uh friends who are parents and i'm kind of curious like it's sort of oh, it, it, it kind of made me like interesting like it do is this a gender role thing right to where like our our fr- that you come out the womb having gender role expectations for your Right, Parents? or like within a, wow. or, or like within, you know, like our, like our, uh, we have friends who are lesbians. It's like one of them tends to be more masculine and do more of the quote unquote masculine type stuff, like regarding yeah. like fixing up a house or something. Are they? Is that the parent who then naturally is like, I'm not that worried about the snacks, or you know, like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm interested because Rada has a, a a friend that's a lesbian couple that they both had. One had a kid. And then the other had like twins, like it just happened to have twins, but like Jesus. Woof. And it was just, like the one that was half size that had the twins. It was like, holy shit. Like, hey, listen. Anyway, but, 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 but listen, one of the worst breaks out there is you, you're planning on having two kids and the second one is twins. It's like, that's what they, because like, if it's the first too, time, bro. you're like, okay, they cool, we got the Brooklyn. two kids. So they went from one to three <laughs> right. kids in Brooklyn, where you know what I'm saying? Like, we're like, you know, you live on a level. You know, you have one anyway. Yeah. But uh, but <laughs> they, 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 they thugging it out. But I'm wondering if the parent, you know, that had the baby has the higher expectations, you know, depend. I'm, I, so that's a lot of questions there. But you do make great points. Like, yes, I don't ha- like so some of you get one of, the, one of our moods and I kind of chuckle it off. I'm like, you OK, baby? It's going to be OK. And it should just be tweaking. And I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, like, look at this. Little little I'll be sitting in my head, though. Like, yeah, you know, I right, go ahead. Do you do your thing? And Rada's like, you know, swoops in, you know, once so you know, like there was there was something where uh where uh Rada's Rada's auntie said something to Somi, and Rada was like, you know, I don't. Uh, she 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 wanted to make sure that Somi knew that she didn't do something wrong. She was like, you know, I I, I just I just don't want her to think she did anything wrong, and I do get that, but it it. it in that situation, like she's protective in a particular right, way, right, 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 right. As a mom, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and I and I, I want to make sure, like, so I mean, it's okay for you to do that, but I mean, in that moment, it didn't like it's 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 she she has some some real expectations on her that I don't put on myself that will make it harder for her to be the parent she wants to be for sure. But saw me lucky as hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, if you end up with two she parents blessed. who are thinking about the right way to parent, you lucked out, right? Y'all for sure, for sure. My parents were like, is this the right approach to take? <laughs> your mom thinks about what she, you know, and your dad is just there. You you know, you you hit the lottery, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, no, all right, no, let's stay her, on uh, babies. Jackson sent us a TikTok of a mom to discussing um new wave generation z baby boy names that are very alarming and i I believe jackson you've uh you've transcribed the tiktok for us can you please share some of these names thank you i have these i want to be clear because the the tiktok creator also was clear here and the producer of the show 
trying to figure what? out how to get his audio to connect. Can you not hear me? I, I hear him. I hear him. So happy. I can't even tell you. I can hear. Him. I hear him. Can you, you can. I can hear him. You can't. Oh, hear no, him. am I muted? Yeah, no, yeah. Not muted. <laughs> you can't hear him. Something's What's going happening? on. Something's going. <laughs> I thought you were fucking with me. <laughs> oh, like, you can't hear us. You can't hear us, Mike. I guess not. Oh. Just, <laughs> oh go, go ahead, Jackson. Oh, go, the oh. tables are on the other foot, which hey. the hands backwards, and I can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Go, go ahead, go real, ahead. This go. is real content. Amazon, Amazon. Right I don't know. Why, I don't know why this is happening. My headphones are fucked up. I can, I'm not getting Bro, the sound out of my headphones. Could you hear me? Do you, yeah. We can hear you. We you can just hear can't you. hear us. Though. We can. We can hear you. Yeah. Can you uh, go ahead? Do you can't thing, hear though. us. Uh. When I plug the headphones in, which I just did, I can't hear you. So I can't hear anything oh, you're saying no. right now. And then if I take the headphones the out, headphones though, the headphones might be dead. Bro. The audio, right? It might be. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, how do we, Jackson? Right this is off the top of the uh, head. I mean, you have fine. any other headphones? You have another set? This is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slack them in the chat. Let me see. You have another set, my my brother. Hello. We're good. Well, now I can't hear you. Oh, you're muted. You're just muted on Zoom right now. You, to, you just unmute yourself, yeah. Can we? Can you hear us now? Now I can hear you. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, weird. Okay, we're back. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, that was a trip. I tried. Well, uh, anyways, we're gonna keep that all in the recording. I tried oh, to. I tried crap. to talk just, shit, <laughs> and I kicked myself firmly in the butthole. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Dookie, yes, exactly. Dookie butt of the week, Mike Gardavasio. <laughs> it's Mike. <laughs> Mike. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. The baby names, uh, the creator wanted to make clear, so I'm going to try to make clear. These are not the most popular names. These are names that have, like, had a big jump from, like, a thousandth, a thousandth rating name to, like, 200th names. So they're names that are trending uh, in the direction of becoming more these popular. Are the, these are the and Raptor analytics most <laughs> exactly. highly efficient exactly. baby names. <laughs> and this is, this, is for boys, this is for boys' names. She did a list for girls' names apparently as well, but I only have the list of boys' names. Here are the Sexist. seven trending up boys' names. You ready? Yes. yes. First one. Dutton. D-U-T-T-O-N. Oh, That's nasty. That's apparently nasty. it's a character in the show Yellowstone, which is very popular. Oh, man. It so- that, sounds like, that sounds like a piece of meat. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, not even a good cut of steak. You know what I mean? Like, Name yeah. number two. Coulter. C-O-L-T-E-R. Boo. God. This is a... That's a malt demographic. That's a malt liquor. Yeah, but that, but that's these are some very white names right now. <laughs> Name am, I, am, am I wrong by saying that? Or is this, does, does everybody get that same gist? So far, I agree with you. Okay. Name number three, Teo, T E O, like Manti Teo. Okay, Vinny's got a homie okay, named Teo. See, see, that's I, not I, terrible. I, it's that's not, weird, I fuck but with that. yeah, I fuck, with, I, I, I fuck yeah. with Teo, but it's it feels very you know Pacific Islandy, and I would never name my kid yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. you know, hey, that ain't never stopped white people. So <laughs> white people, some appropriate <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, but hey, right, Vinny's friend, Vinny's, uh-huh. Vinny's friend that goes by Teo wears a Mexican flag uh, sleeve when he's batting on the baseball team. You know what I mean? Definitely. Okay. But like, so, so. but I can see that being a co-opted name. <laughs> yeah. Name number four on the list. Madden, like John, John Matt, like John Madden. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad as the first two were just bad. The trouble with Madden is your nickname. The shortened version is just mad. That's mad. Dog. I know. Mad dog. I can think of a black <laughs> kid, no, no, a no. white kid, and a Samoan kid. I know who have the name Madden. Yeah, Madden wow. seems like it's a very you know, uh-huh. you know, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next one, Callahan. Not very like it. old Celtic. Yeah, weird. that is yeah. like some that's some Peaky Blinder shit, bro. We you got a fucking I mean? Irish pub in Richmond called Callahan's, and and their fucking shepherd's pie is amazing. So shouts to Callahan. I think, <laughs> I think every city has an Irish pub called Callahan's. You know Callahan's. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. This one's like a pretty. It's like I feel like it's been popular before. Casey. So okay, Casey's cool. fine. That's probably. Well, I, I can see. It, I can see that leaning. Yeah, trending up yeah, apparently. Yeah, trending up, yeah. Last one on the list. Banks, as in the plural of the financial institution. I'm not banks. mad at banks, though. No, no, no. I'm not mad at banks. You gotta be, but banks. a lot of these names is the same thing with Dutton. You can't be named that prior to turning 45. You can't be a. <laughs> I mean, banks. I guess actually, banks I can is see. a. I nickname, actually feel like no. banks, banks is a kid's is a name. name. But but also, but I think banks is more of a nickname. Yeah, like I, yeah, I could yeah, call yeah. somebody like your last name is Banks, but I use it as the. That's how right. I Apparently, you know like yeah, pluralized yeah. Yeah, yeah. first names are becoming more popular. Like names with an S at the end.
in for a first name, which I'm not into. I'm not, yeah, that's not, yeah. Not, not, like I said yeah. in the group chat, these names sound like some fucking Red Dead Redemption gangs, bro. Like, it's <laughs> cowboy culture. White people are going insane with cowboy culture right now. I don't fucking get it. I guess we got to blame Yellowstone or whatever the fuck. Or Red Dead. And I, you know, Red Dead was a hell of a game. I could understand being in, no, inspired by that. people are definitely going no crazy way. for Yellowstone on some, like, I don't even pay attention to the story. It's just a landscape. What, what's it's the just, premise of I, it? It's just I some motherfuckers at Yellowstone Park doing Yellowstone Park shit or, like, Rangers and shit? Or? I, it, it actually sounds like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but it sounded like it was, like, one of those TNT dramas that they would do where it's like, this family is, like, selling drugs, but they're, you know, it, like, it, it, it sounds it, like that. Like, like, it's got one of those kind of like pulpy soap soap opera type plots but they made it a prestige show because they got kevin costner in it you know what i mean that was the vibe that i got from people talking about no that's exactly what it is i um during christmas break my black ass country ass family was watching that shit (laughs) like For days, there was a fucking, there was a a marathon. marathon? Yeah, we was we was in Atlanta, and motherfuckers was just the old the old heads, the dudes was getting up, tapping in Yellowstone, and then they wives to hop on, like you know, kind of just what's going on, you know. But they was they was fully engulfed in Yellowstone. It's like, it's almost like. It's exactly what you describe, you know what I mean? And they watch it like like how old people used to watch soaps. Like, I need, that's they show, you know what I'm saying? You feel it's me? definitely. So, gotta watch my shows. Yeah, maybe the age demographic is more important than the racial demographic. Because it's definitely like in our friend group, the like older dads are the ones who like really heavily fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I don't my know parents anybody. Are Yellowstone heads. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anybody under like 55 that fucks with Yellowstone, you know what I'm saying? So. Well, good for them, man. I'm glad they found something other than like Fox News or Facebook videos mm-hmm. about, you know what I mean? Facebook videos about how <laughs> electricity is secretly the devil or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's our parents. It's our parents' version of In the Heat of the Night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is this We're the like, is this you know, the like way our to grandparents fix... watch that all the time? Right. Like that's what they watch in Yellowstone. Now. Is that how we could fix the misinformation crisis in our country? Do we just need to find like better content for old people to watch than YouTube videos? They get better bad shows. Yeah, better bad shows. I fuck with that. All right. um, That's all the time we got. We are recording a Saturday episode tomorrow. So we'll see you guys on Saturday. Uh, Until then, hope everyone has a great rest of their week. See you soon. Bye. Bye. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.